What's really cool about the online marketing community is just how much people are like willing to share with others. Do you want to impact the world and still turn a profit? Then you're in the right place. Welcome to Growth Everywhere. This is the show where you'll find real conversations with real entrepreneurs. They'll share everything from their biggest struggle to the exact strategies they use on a daily basis. So if you're ready for a value-packed interview, listen on. Here's your host, Eric Sue. Before we jump into today's interview, if you guys could leave a review and a rating and also subscribe as well, that would be a huge help to the podcast. So if you actually enjoy the content and you'd like to hear more of it, please support us by leaving us a review and subscribe to the podcast as well. Thanks so much. All right, everybody. Today we have Ian Blair, who's the CEO of BuildFire, which is the easiest mobile app builder available with over 3,000 apps. Ian, how's it going? It's going great. Thanks for having me on the show. Yeah, thanks for being here. So why don't you tell us a little bit about who you are and what BuildFire does? Sounds good. So basically what BuildFire does is we provide a no-coding required mobile app development platform for people to like quickly build their own mobile app. We work with nearly like every industry, almost and like everyone in this day and age can benefit from a mobile app. So work with restaurants, events, Fortune 500 companies, the list goes on. So think of it almost like Wix or Squarespace, but for mobile apps. So no-coding required solution. So that's what we do. Okay. And what would be an example of this? What's, what's an example of like a big company using BuildFire? I'll take a, a really, really large music festival. I'm not going to name names yet, but they have a staff of you know over 5,000, and they took our platform, built in an app for all the staff to be able to like you know, get directions, stay like up to date with like on the schedule, be able to send out like push notifications, etc. And they use that like as an internal communication app, right? And it was like massively valuable for like the success of their event and making sure the staff was all on, uh, you know, all on the same page. Interesting. Okay. And would this, would this festival have been in the desert? Quite possibly, but uh, (laughs) (laughs) we'll see. Cool. All right. So, in terms of how you guys are doing, you know, you have well over 3,000 apps now. I mean, what are you know, ballpark revenue numbers for BuildFire? Uh, we definitely crossed uh, the seven-figure mark, and it's been really fun getting there. Uh, SaaS is an incredibly tough business to compete in, but you know, once you hit those major milestones, it's really just figuring out like, how to scale. SaaS is just an incredible growth engine, and it's an exciting place to be in. You know, SaaS has just absolutely exploded over the last... I'd say like five five years. And there's a SaaS tool for just about everything, so it's really cool to just see like how the, the industry's like progressed, and I'm just so stoked to be a part of it. Great, and you know, the, you talked about the seven figure SaaS number being kind of the, the magical number. That's when you know things really start to, to start to speed up. So, what do you think were the, the main levers that got you guys to that seven figure ARR mark? Yeah, so I think first it starts off with just finding like effective channels to grow. And it's always a daunting task when you're first starting your company because no one knows about you. You know, you have zero revenue in the door and it's just like a behemoth tax. Like, how on earth am I going to get there? So it just first starts off with like bite-sized chunks and uh, you got to let the world know that you're out there. And, and for us, you know, we chose content marketing as our initial growth channel. And it's been phenomenal for us. It's really propelled us to where we're at today. And we also like start off with a little bit of PR in the beginning. And I'd say, you know, every company gets a bit lucky when you first get started. And that was definitely the case for us. Uh, we did a, a PR, PR uh, release, I think, with like a business like Newswire, one of those. And we actually got um, featured on Business News Daily. And what was awesome was there like people would search for like, oh, best mobile app builders out there. 
And since obviously, you know, Business News Daily has been around for a long time, they have great domain authority. Um, and we were at the top of the article. And so basically, we were pretty much dominating the search search results because anyone would click on that, we'd be right at the top and we'd be just driving so much traffic to our site. And that was just like, you know, huge for our initial growth and initial traction. And that was able, and like we were able to catch up with our own organic, you know, rankings and do, like building our own domain authority. So, you know, sometimes you get lucky and that was definitely the case for us in the beginning a little bit. But, uh, you know, it's just a lot of like hard work and determination trying to uh, figure out like, what are the most efficient levers for you? Yeah. So, you know, PR, I mean, you know, obviously PR can be a, a huge spike, kind of, you know, a boomer bust type of thing. And I think what I want to focus on a little more is the, the content marketing aspect, because that's what a lot of people are talking about. And obviously we know it's the consistency that, that gets you there. But, you know, you know, when you're starting from, I, I guess I should start first by asking what's working well for you in terms of content marketing right now and how are you, you know, promoting the content? Yeah, absolutely. So I think content marketing really starts off with having like efficient and smart like keyword research. You want to know what you want to go after and like where is it realistic for you to rank? And there's so many like tools out there, you know, for doing keyword research. You know, Moz just came out with a great new keyword tool where you can see like what the opportunity is, like what the relevancy is. And so like for us, it really just started off with, okay, like what are you know, great, you know, great terms we might be able to rank for that are relevant to our audience. Like one of our highest performing articles was, uh, has been um, free app promotion. And so I think it's, I think we have like, I don't know, at this point, we've just been growing and growing. It's like probably like over like 50 creative ways to promote your app. And that's like, we've ranked number one for app promotion. That's been like, you know, an example of like an article that early on there wasn't much competition for. We, we saw that we could rank for it and we just, wrote just an amazing piece of content and it's just been a consistent driver of traffic for us. And we have lots of uh, those examples where, you know, we find in, it's almost like kind of like Brian Dean's, you know, method with building skyscraper content. So like you go out there, you, you find the keyword you want and then what, like what's ranking at the top and then just absolutely crush that piece of content. And, you know, uh, and if you're bringing a lot of value to people, like that's going to rank. So it's just kind of like a methodical, like it's, if you kind of take like the approach of like paid advertising, for example, like where you get like data really quick and you iterate, kind of take that same methodology and bring it to content marketing. I think a lot of people, they just put stuff out and they're like, okay, maybe like what's the actual results on it. So I think having like a methodology to be able to track progress and success is hugely important uh, for content marketing. That's been one of our uh, main approaches to it. And what, what are the, the main, I guess, KPIs for, for your content marketing efforts? So really we're looking at, I mean, at the end of the day, we want people to sign up for free trials for App Builder, right? So we're tracking like how many people are coming into our site and how many of those are converting to free trials and also like how many people are signing up uh, for our email list because we want to like have an audience. And as you get bigger, like in, in having an audience, it's it's really helpful for, you know, putting out a lot more content. So it's really like just a matter of building our audience and, and how many free trials are we are we signing up. Right. And I think, I think something, you know, and I think those metrics are perfect, right? You know, a lot of people are like, oh, you know, let's get more visitors, let's get more page views. But I think, you know, going with emails and free trials, that that's ties a lot closer to, you know, the bottom line at the end of the day. Yeah. But just rewinding a second, I should say, you know, I, I think a lot of people, you, you talk about people producing content just for the sake of producing content because everybody's talking about content marketing, right? But a mm-hmm. lot of people tend to forget about the, the, the research portion, like you actually have to do the keyword research. You have to actually look at what the market's doing at the same time, maybe even look at Google Trends. 
And I think, you know, that, that's a, that's a forgotten piece of, of the puzzle. Um, and I think the fact that you guys are covering and uh, covering that, that aspect and you guys are succeeding just adds, you know, more, I guess, you know, more, more validation to that. Yeah. And like the, the whole keyword research process, like isn't easy. It takes time and it takes a lot of brainstorming, but you know, I think with the wealth of information and tools out there, like it, it's, it's been made easier. So I think, you know, every, everything in business like requires planning, right? Um, if you want to be successful, you got to have a plan, a strategy and, and like the ability to, you know, measure if it's, if it's working or not working. And I think if you just take those like fundamental principles, like it can be, you know, massively successful. And then if like, if you don't, if you, if there's any information gap, like, okay, I don't know how to like plan content really well, or I don't know how to write great content or, you know, wherever you have a deficiency, there's other people who have, you know, closed that knowledge gap. So I think it's, it's really important in the whole online marketing space just to like stay super relevant, see what, you know, people who are, uh, you know, really successful, like what are they doing and like, how can we take some of their methodologies and bring it into our, like our own company. Right. So, yeah, I mean, everything like just fundamentally starts from that uh, initial planning phase. Right. And you mentioned, you mentioned Brian Dean, uh, you know, you talked about the skyscraper technique. I think that's something, you know, everyone can, can, can pick up from, right. You just look at what, uh, look at what's already performing out there and, and then you just kind of, you know, you 10 exit and yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, there's, there's absolutely, you know, nothing wrong with that. Um, and it certainly works, but I guess another question for you would be since content marketing is working well for you, why aren't you driving, or are you driving, I should ask, are you driving, you know, paid advertising to that content if it's converting well? You know, that's a good question. Uh, we've experimented a little bit with paid advertising on some of our posts, like, you know, doing like promoted posts on Facebook. I just, I'd, I'd say, you know, as a startup, we have limited bandwidth. And, you know, I think as, as we, as we grow more, and I think like just have uh, the ability to focus on more channels, we'll probably look into something like that. And I know some people have been super, super successful with that. So like the whole paid Facebook advertising, you know, posts might do well, or you could be attracting people through a lead magnet. I've seen some other companies doing like really, really well with that. And I think that's, you know, exciting to see like the potential of, of Facebook. Uh, because I'd say, you know, the difference between like Facebook advertising and you know, Google AdWords, like Google AdWords is, you know, fulfillment, right? People are going, like, if you're going to try and rank for something or, you know, or have ads for some, people are already searching for it. People already kind of know what they're looking for, where like Facebook is really unique because there's demand generation, right? So products you might not have ever heard about and, you know, we can target people who might be interested in it. And I think the mobile app building space is a very like early market, and not too many people know that you can actually go online and build a sweet app for your business. Or if you have an idea, turn that into an app, right? So I think it's going to be really cool once we start to, to fire on all cylinders in that space. But we just, we just haven't gotten to the point where we're like, all right, let's go full board and, 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 and have a huge effort towards that. Right. Okay. Now, I think, you know, a question people might have also is, you know, because content marketing is such a big channel for you guys right now, you know, how is your, how is your content marketing team organized, first of all? Yeah, so we actually started using a really cool tool uh, lately, and I, I think it's helped a lot with uh, our organization. We use a co-schedule, and basically it allows us to have our whole content marketing calendar, right? And basically the way we start is we have... Uh, okay, like what's the keyword that we're going to go after, right? So kind of back to that initial planning phase, like what's the opportunity for it and how are we going to measure success for that? And we plan those out on the calendar and it's, it's, it makes it, you know, pretty easy to get like a big picture, you know, or, or a quick picture of like, you know, what's the next month going to look like in terms of content. 
And so we basically manage and schedule all of our, our content marketing efforts through there, you know, with the research and planning. And then we have a, a whole team of writers that we've hired that will, uh, you know, work on the particular piece that's, that they're, you know, most qualified to write about. Got it. And how many, how many writers did you say you had again? Uh, we have about five right now, but we've worked with, you know, probably 15 writers. And I think, you know, you got to, you got to test along the way. Like you can see, you know, you can see like past results and, and what they've done and uh, they might be a good fit for your organization, but you, you might want to test them out for three to five articles and see how it performs. And one thing we've always tried to do is just weed out, you know, the lowest common denominator and work with uh, just writers who've, um, you know, been really successful with us. Great. And these are, these are contractors? They're all contractors, correct. Got it. Okay. So what does the, what does, you just talked about the team right now. What does the weekly content cadence look like? You know, what does your output look like? Yeah, I'd say on, uh, it's generally two a week. Sometimes we're pushing out three, but it's, um, you know, for the most part, two a week. Got it. Okay. And just rough ballpark, are you guys, you know, uh, you know, five figures, six figures a month in traffic because of content marketing or? Uh, we're just under the six figure mark uh, at the moment. Got it. And that's super impressive because I mean, you guys have, you know, you guys just started, you know, a couple of years ago. And then the fact that you guys are already at the, the six figure mark is insane. So that just shows this content marketing stuff takes time, right? So I, I guess a question to kind of put some perspective into this. When you first started doing content marketing, let's say, let's just say like six months in, you know, what were you at traffic wise? So I actually have a really good answer for this. So early on when we first started the company, I wanted to ensure, you know, how can we be as successful as possible when it came to online marketing? So I was like, I'm going to find hands down, like the best person who can help me out. And I came across this guy by the name of Bar- or Matthew Barbie, and he's uh, the global you know, head of SEO at HubSpot now. But he was working at an agency called Wyatt International. So this is, you know, early on when we had you know, absolutely no one <laughs> or no traffic. So, you know, he worked on our campaign for almost a year and he put together a really good blog post called that zero to a million page views. And it's, it outlines step by step that everything like we did, you know, to get our, to get our blog and traffic to where it's at today. Perfect. That's great. I mean, thanks for, thanks for giving that resource. We'll definitely drop it in the, drop it in the show notes. So um, I, I think it's, I think it's something I read before and I remember it being really good. And I, I know Matthew Barbie I should probably have him on the podcast, but uh, yeah, anything, anytime he writes something, it's usually world class. Yeah, it was on uh, Growth Hackers, uh, like must read, and you know it performed pretty well. So it's uh, it's exciting to have you know a piece of content that's written that well and kind of outlines you know things step by step on on our company. It's uh, it's pretty cool. Awesome. Okay, switching gears here, Ian. Tell us about one big struggle you faced while growing this business. Well, I'd say one of the biggest struggles is when you first start a company, it's like you have to wear every hat, right? You know, you're the garbage man. You're like, you have to do everything. So as you grow, you like, obviously you get stretched too thin. You got to hire people who, you know, who are good at customer support, who are good at marketing or good at sales, right? So it's how do you go from you doing everything or just like having a very small team? Because I I started with one other guy and it just first started off as us and we slowly started to build the team, but it's really just going from that like small team to bigger, bigger team, right? Um, you want to be able to give people like enough autonomy within, you know, your company. You can't micromanage when you're, you're just a small team. So I'd say our biggest, one of my biggest challenges is just like, how do you do that effectively and quickly? Because if you hire incorrectly, if you're not, you know, monitoring uh, each employee's like, you know, KPIs, for example, like you don't have a clear picture of what's going on and, you know, your growth isn't going to be as exponential as it might be. So 
for us, it's just been really figuring out like, like how do you, you know, scale teams? Like how do you scale a sales team? How do you scale a marketing team? Um, and just do it efficiently. And it's been a great learning process for me. And I, you know, I absolutely love like every bit of it, but I'd say that that's probably been our, our biggest hurdle is just figuring out like how to, how to scale. Awesome. Great. And for those of you listening, if you're looking for any type of hiring or like onboarding checklist, we have a ton of that content uh, on the site, so you can check it out. It's growtheverywhere.com. So Ian, how old are you right now? I just turned 24 uh, earlier this month. 24. Okay. What piece of advice would you give your, uh, let's just say 19 year old self? 19 year old self. Yeah. Cause actually, uh, I started the company when I was just 20. So it's kind of fun to be able to look back and, uh, I'm thinking that that's pretty young, but, um, yeah, I would just, you know, I'd just go back and, um, I would say just always be learning. That's been like, I just absolutely love what I do. Like I love the whole online marketing space. And I think I would just go back and just consume as much information as possible because that's what I think, uh, has prepared me to, you know, to get us to where we're at today. It's just being able to learn from the successes and failures of others. And what's really cool about the online marketing community is just how much people are like willing to share with others. Like you have companies like Buffer, for example, who like they literally share their employees' salaries. So, or you have uh, like Groove HQ, their journey from like zero to 100k in revenue. Or now they it's I think 100 to 500k in, in MRR. And you know, it's just it's just great to be able to like learn from those examples. Love it. Okay, so on the subject of learning, right here, I mean, what's one must-read book you'd recommend? Oh, um, I'd say From Good to Great. That's probably been my favorite book. Basically, they look at, uh, I think it's 15 companies that beat the the stock market by like three times for like 15 years consecutively. So they basically like look at those companies and compare those from like the other companies, like for example, like Disney. Like Disney didn't match to that criteria. So they uh, do a deep dive into you know, what really makes a company great. And I think it, they, they just have like years and years of research and it's just incredibly detailed and there's just so much to learn from it uh, to see like, like what truly makes a great company. And I'd, I'd recommend, you know, any business leader or anyone in business to read that book because there's just so much knowledge to be garnered from it. Awesome. Fantastic book. We'll definitely put it into the show notes. Ian, this has been great. What's the best way for people to find you online? Uh, yeah, just go to uh, buildfire.com and you can sign up for a mobile app. Uh, all it takes is a few minutes and you'll be building an app in no time. It's free to build. You only pay when you publish. So definitely check it out and, and hopefully you can build something cool. Awesome. Ian, thanks so much for doing this. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to this episode of Growth Everywhere. If you loved what you heard, be sure to head back to growtheverywhere.com for today's show notes and a ton of additional resources. But before you go, hit the subscribe button to avoid missing out on next week's value-packed interview. Enjoy the rest of your week, and remember to take action and continue growing.